Welcome to Rising Stars, where Miriam Knight, publisher of New Consciousness Review, interviews exciting new voices in the world of progressive and transformational books, films, and ideas who offer intriguing perspectives on life, the universe, and everything in between. Join us as we celebrate the conscious awakening and explore many expressions of consciousness in action. Welcome. I'm Miriam Knight, the publisher of New Consciousness Review, and here on Rising Stars, I delight in introducing you to authors you may not have heard about yet, but who demonstrate so many different aspects of conscious awakening and who offer intriguing information and inspiration that just might offer a piece of the puzzle of who we are and all we can become. My first guest today is Candia Sanders. Candia has been intuitive since childhood, but an accident in 1993 blasted open the doorways for her into seeing the incredible connections between emotions, meridians, organs, structure, the endocrine system, events, memories, stored cellular memories, and even parallel lifetimes and beliefs. She combines intuition and healing to see within the mental, emotional, and physical bodies of the individual. And she's able to rebalance and realign old injuries and patterns of belief into frequencies for positive shifts and wellness. This is Candia's passion for helping others open up their consciousness and vitality. And all of this is reflected in her very impressive new book, Soul Rays, Discover the Vibratory Frequency of Your Soul. Welcome, Candia. Thank you. I so appreciate you having me today. Oh, Candia, it's it's just a delight to have you on. I really enjoyed your book. And it's fascinating to read and hear about this combination of intuitive abilities you have. How did you first recognize that you had them? That's a really good question. My feeling is, or my memory is, when I was about four, I was walking along a river with this wonderful, wise woman who told me all about the fairies and flowers. And at that point, I looked over and I said, oh, you're right, I can see them. So it began when I was about four years of age. I actually have memories of when I was about nine months so my awakening began very early, but that intuitive connectivity started at about four and then progressed when I was about six when I was throwing rocks and the rocks started talking to me and I looked around and I'm going, there is no one around me who is talking to me. And then I realized the rocks didn't want to be thrown into the river. And then I realized even as a small young child that everything had consciousness. So I started paying attention at that time. Uppity rocks with attitude, my goodness. <laughs> yes, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in that accident that you described in 1993? I was in a skiing accident. I was coming down the hill and hit really hard. Well, what it did is it totally disrupted my entire nervous system, put me onto a path of multiple modalities in terms of getting my body back on track and at, and 
I'm thinking it probably took me six, seven years now. I, I kind of lose track in terms of how long it took me to get through all of the physical hurdles, hurdles from nearly breaking my neck. But I talked to multiple doctors and asked a thousand questions all the time. I kept thinking to myself, knowing and believing that I could heal myself, but I just didn't have the tools yet. So by the time that was 93, by 99, it was in 1999 when another strange incident happened. I had a, a paper mill emit illegal toxins into the air in the town I was living, and it, what I call, nuked my lungs. And so I had no other option than to, because I couldn't go anywhere, than to go into myself and go into my body. And it was then I started seeing the body and seeing the, the nerves and seeing the bones and the vertebra and from there just kept opening up and then I was able to move the bones and I was able to empower the organs and to see the meridians. And from there I started seeing the emotions, but it all started from that horrendous accident that I had when my children were small, changed everything. Just out of curiosity, as a result of that accident, did you spend a lot of time, you know, kind of immobilized in silence in the hospital or in your, in your bed? Actually, yes. That first year, I had health care to take care of my two young children, and I was on my back for most of that year. So, and I, you know, I would get up and walk and, and try to regain my strength. But yes, there was a lot of time in silence, and that is a great time to go inward. I have heard this repeated so many times that, you know, the, the initial trauma um, kind of gets your attention. And then this extended period in silence kind of makes you deepen this this connection within and go more and more deeply so that you really open up your, your antennae to um, the, the other dimensions and the other sources of information. So um, this is fast and, and, and the other common theme, not that your story is... Uh, by any means common. But the other theme common to a lot of people is that it's their own healing journey that has opened up their understanding of these uh, connections and abilities that they then use to help other people. So uh, this is such a wonderful um, trend where people are really empowering others to heal themselves because of their understanding, their knowledge that they acquired on their own journey. So tell us, when you work with people, I understand you also work with animals (laughs) and rocks. So (laughs) what is it that you actually see? When I look at somebody's energy, I first see their their color, their soul ray frequency. And to me, there are 12 rays, and I see the color frequency that someone chooses to live their life within in a the construct of a physical lifetime. It's as if you were, you know, uh, being a, an Aquarian or a Libra or a, a Cancer, you also choose a soul ray. So the soul ray is a, a frequency of or a guild in which to reside in, in terms of your outlook on life. That is my first window in to see someone's 
energy. And when I go into that color frequency, it then opens up all these wonderful pictures. Then I can see the body, I can see the the vertebrae, I can see the organs. But when things are out of alignment, they come to me in terms of construction with uh, with widgets and uh, screwdrivers and hammers and nails and tape and you know duct tape's a real big one but it, all these funny little images that I go in to see what needs to be corrected but from there then the stories the emotion comes into it and then the overriding story is the the disconnect actually from the soul's original contract as to why they decided to create an illness or an imbalance there's usually because there's the wake up call from the soul that is coming into the person's physical life that says okay we need to get your attention so it's it's a combination of a multitude of aspects it's like my own healing journey was initiated because I didn't think I was supposed to be a healer. I knew I was an intuitive, but this healing aspect wasn't really on my docket or so I thought. So of course, then the universe creates this for me to go through so I could have this aha moment to say, oh yes, I've got to learn how to heal, not only myself, but to share this with others. And I feel that's true of when I look at somebody, it's always because we're out of balance with what we came here to do. So once we get back into alignment, with our soul's agenda, then the physical body begins to heal much more rapidly. This is a pretty difficult message to convey to somebody who's going through hell. Yes. How, how do you actually approach that? That is a really good question because everybody is unique and is on their own journey and not everybody wants to hear a higher story. And I'm speaking from really good experience because of my my husband's cancer he will only hear a certain level and he won't go any further than that so what i have learned is everybody's journey is their own and i will offer as much as a person is willing to hear and then it's the rest is up to them so in your experience is accepting and understanding the purpose of your injury or illness or whatever, um, a big step forward on the path to healing? Can they, can they heal without understanding the reason for it? You know, that's, I don't know if I could honestly answer that one. I think everybody, again, is unique. I think there are those that can heal when they don't understand because something else has been given to them over the course of their their experience that gives them that epiphany, even though it may not be from my perspective, that higher spiritual alignment, but there could be something else that triggers it. And then for someone else, they are so deep in their pain, their sorrow, their unhappiness that they cannot shake it, that then, of course, the the body will eventually reach its demise. So everybody is so unique. I don't think there is one thumbprint for all at all. So what are you actually seeing? Are you hearing, seeing pictures? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. I hear, I hear things. I get nudges. I, I see things. I have this, this movie. And what it really is, when it gets right down to it, is I read someone's higher self. I go to their soul's higher self and get their information. I don't ask, and I know this may go against the grain for a lot of new age 
uh, healers out there, but I don't go in and ask all the guides, the teachers, all that. I go straight to their soul, their higher self, and ask them what it is that they need to hear and what is out of a balance. And that's where my answers come from, is from them and to their God self. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be taking a break right now, but we are speaking with Candia Sanders. Her book is called Soul Rays. Discover the vibratory frequency of your soul. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Connecting you with the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. to read that inspiring book or that blog post you've been meaning to get to? In your busy world, how do you improve yourself and keep your life going? I'm Lisa Kay, and my Between Heaven and Earth radio show can transform your life just by listening. Be uplifted with inspiring topics, positive stories, and ideas that really work. Between Heaven and Earth radio is conscious living for your soul every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. OM Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single OM Times endeavor. Host your show with OM Times Radio Network. What if business could be fun? What if business is the adventure of living? What are you choosing? Where do you do business that makes it easier, more fun, or more joyful for you? We'd love to see where you do business. Connect with us on Instagram at Joy of Business or Twitter at Joy of Business and share your pictures with hashtags BusinessDoneWhere and Joy of Business. Let's change the world with business. Matt Connerton here. Join Jen Coffee and I twice a week for Matt Connerton Unleashed, a political talk show that's a little different than what you're used to. No liberal or conservative agenda here, just an honest dialogue about truth and how things really work in the world of politics. Matt Connerton Unleashed, every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio. Conscious media for conscious minds. Ohm Times. Back speaking with Candia Sanders about soul rays. Candia, just before the break, you were talking about going directly to the source of the issue, which is the soul's higher self. How does the soul connect with a soul ray? Ooh, I like that question. When you are on the other side, when all souls are choosing to come into a life in the physical form, we get to choose a date stamp. We get to choose our parents. We get to choose our bodies. We make everything that we want to have happen from my perspective at that point in time. That also includes a soul ray frequency or vibration in which to enter into the human form and live that lifetime within. So it's an overlay of energy that stays with you from the time you're born until the time you exit. Meaning that when you choose to come into a particular life, perhaps you've been, I'll use me as an example, I've been an Aquarian in this life, a double Aquarian, Leo rising. 
Perhaps I've also been that in other lifetimes, but maybe I didn't have the exact soul ray frequency to accelerate it and accentuate it in such the, the same way that I am right now. So in that respect, every life is unique. Every life is as if it were only one time. Like the Christians believe that we only have one life. I believe in that perspective that is also true. So that when your soul enters into the physical body, that frequency of color, of sound, of light, of numerology, all of that stays with the soul because you agreed to that contract. So I feel that it's it's just an overlay of energy that is part of your matrix in the physical form at this point in time. Again, from birth until death in this life. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying so, to describe what I'm seeing. So could you understand that? Would a, a useful analogy be music? I mean, you've got symphonies played in C major, but right. you've also got symphonies played in B minor. Oh, absolutely. And that B minor might be your exact frequency for this lifetime and yet your neighbor or your husband's could be C major because that's what he came in to to vocalize so it's really just a a characterization of a some kind of quality overlay yes over everything else yes and does it somehow make it simpler for you to understand and access people's energy fields oh absolutely like a good friend of mine is an astrologer. He's so good at, at describing who you are based on the science of astrology. I know enough to be dangerous, but my true focus is through the soul ray frequency because it opens up this portal within all of the bodies for me. It opens up the emotional body, opens up the physical body, the mental body, and also then the sexual body, because they are, of course, linked, but separate just due to trauma sometimes within someone's lifetime. So those colors then will then form extra brightness or dimness or uh, windows, if you will, like a stained glass window into what they are dealing with. You know, it could be that it's all harbored then within their liver or it could be that it's all focused within their endocrine system. And so the endocrine system will show like it's lighted up or dimmed based on the colors that they, they brought in. Are these colors any way visible on these aura photographs that people take at New Age shows? I wish that were so. No, those are more of the aura, whereas the soul ray is something that is just almost a part of you. The best way I describe it is the traveling group, the blue man group that does that stage show Mm -hmm. and they paint themselves with blue. It's as if our bodies are painted with that color and it stays with us. How do you know what color you are? Well, that's where intuition really comes into it. You can sometimes intellectually figure it out. However, in my book, I describe three different techniques a person can use to access their own intuition to find out their soul ray. Because your soul ray color may not be your favorite color. You may think, for example, that red is your favorite color, but you're thinking, well, maybe my soul ray is that. But in truth, you have to go into your intuition to really figure out what vibration you came here to express. As an example, red rays, their mantra is I am, whereas 
An indigo ray is I see because they are the seers on the planet and they are here to understand and help with that uh, perception. So you have to go into that intuitive guidance within yourself to really understand what guild you signed up for. Because there are those, for example, on the, the earth right now, the number one ray are the blue rays because the blues are here to communicate. We are in this global shift of awakening communication to the point where we almost over communicate. But it's to me, what's going to save the planet is our ability to communicate from speaking to one another, to emails, to texting, to voice, voice messages, et cetera, et cetera. Right. All of those ways to communicate. So so many people have chosen to come in on this frequency of blue to help change this vibration of how we do things in the 60s and 70s. There were a ton of green rays that came in to help with the awakening of the environmental movement. So they are connected to the heart and opening up the the love within the human form. And again, the, the blue rays are here to communicate, helping us to change. So it sounds like you're actually going up through the chakras, the red being the base chakra and the green is the heart and the blue is the throat of communication. So the next ray up would be indigo, purple? Yes, indigo is our third eye. We have mm-hmm. a lot of indigos on the planet today. I think we're number I think the indigos are fourth in terms of abundance on the planet. These are the the visionaries. These are the people that can that have the ability to go forward into time and get information and ideas and then bring it back into form in the present so that we can change how we do things. They are also the people that are in the world that you and I are in, the the metaphysical worlds, the massage therapists, the acupuncturists, the nature paths, people that are changing how we do things from a intuitive spiritual level. Those are the indigo energies on the planet. So in working with your clients, um, what shifts have you seen when they understand what their soul ray is? That's been really fun, to be honest. It's like, oh, that's why I am the way I am. Oh, that's great. Because once you understand that and start to learn, to me, it's a game changer to learn how to stand in your particular soul ray every day, standing in your light. We've been told for ever to stand in white light, surround yourself in white light. Okay, that's great. But if you learn to stand in your soul rays light, you have that much greater access to your connection to your higher self and your life's path. And then you understand that you are here to share communication. That is your greatest gift or your greatest challenge. Or you're here to show and open up love and your heart's uh, focus. And then you understand, oh, that's why I've had problems with relationships because we it's our, your greatest gift or your greatest challenge and or I am here to show others how to understand by going within so again it's their greatest challenge is to learn how to be self-understanding and self-forgiving so every ray has that aha so when different ones have had that oh, I'm here to communicate it gives them permission to say okay I've always wanted to be a writer or I've always wanted to be a singer or I've always wanted, and then they jump into it. And especially then if they access it and stay in, in tuned on a daily basis, which requires mindfulness in their soul rays light, I've watched all kinds of amazing transformations. So you know how 
on the color wheel, colors have their um, complements. Uh, do you find that uh, the the complementary color of the soul ray is their greatest challenge? Sometimes I feel it's their greatest gift. For uh-huh. example, green and purple are opposite on a color wheel, and yet, and yet they can be very dynamic when you use them in nature. You know, when nature uses purple and green, or in your home, you could have uh, as juxtaposed would be some dark greens with some different colors of purple to accent in pillows and things like that. So in terms of emotion, the green is heart-centered and the the purple or indigo is third-eye intuition. Those tend to be great combinations of relationships. For example, let's say the husband is a green ray and the wife is the intuitive visionary. They can come together and the green helps to ground the visionary and the visionary helps to come up with the ideas for the green ray to then manifest on a physical form. So they're very complementary. Ooh, this sounds very interesting. Are you planning on expanding this information? Yes. I would <laughs> love my next, well, I have so many goals in terms of writing, but in terms of my Soul Ray books, I have a book mapped out already on soul ray relationships because that's why we're here in truth is all about relationships, relationship to ourself, relationship to the earth, relationship to each other. You know, everybody wants to have that that soul connection with another person. This is an uh, is an avenue into that and so that's going to be definitely a book. I also want to do it in regards to politicians because there are definite patterns that have evolved through the centuries in terms of our political leaders and the rays that they choose to reside in on a lifetime. So that's also another project. I bet there aren't too many <clears throat> green rays among them. Uh, you are absolutely right. <laughs> that is not even on the agenda. <laughs> So before we we wind up, Candia, how do people find out more about you and your book? Really like website. Website. My website is just my name. It's candiasanders.com. Spelt? C-A-N-D-I-A-S-A-N-D-E-R-S.com. And my book is available on Amazon. That's the best and easiest direction to get it. You can get it right from my website. Click you over to Amazon. Great. So um, do you have any closing thoughts about perhaps what do you see for the future? In regards to, I see a lot of things for the future. Well, give us a nugget. A nugget is I find what's going on right now very fascinating because we're being squeezed through a keyhole. So many people, nations are being squeezed through keyholes, uh, the eye of the needle, if you will, so that we come out on the other side with new epiphanies and people are being squeezed at different times, but essentially we're all in within the same pattern. My feeling that 2016, 2017, we're going to have some big shifts. I've been wondering if the United States was going to tank, but I feel that we're going to stabilize with this new regime that's coming. So I see positive things. Okay. Well, we've been speaking with Candia Sanders about her book, Soul Rays. Candia, thank you so much. Thank you. And stay with us because we'll be right back with our final guest of the day. Feed your soul with waves of consciousness on Ohm Times Radio. 
This is Angela Levesque, host of Entanglement Radio. Join me Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern for inspiring conversations with visionaries in spiritual science and conscious healing. Entanglement Radio, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. Transcendent talk for the conscious mind. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Are you trying to get from point A to point B and need a little advice? Connect with the counselors at Ohm Times Advisors. Whether you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual intuitive, the advisors participating at advisors.omtimes.com were carefully chosen based on their gifts, skills, and professionalism. Ohm Times Advisors, connecting you with the best advisors in the business. Hi, this is Sylvia Henderson, Intuitive Life Coach and Energy Healer. Are you ready to elevate and rise way above your normal? Be sure to listen to my show, Intuitive Transformations, on Own Times Radio, Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. Get the inspiration you need to transform your life. The best of the holistic, spiritual, and conscious world. Own Times Radio, IOM FM. And we are back with our next guest, Michael Mapes. Michael is an intuitive business mentor and the author of The Conscious Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating Wealth. His goal is to help conscious entrepreneurs step into their role as visionary leaders so that they can make more money, get more clients, and help more people. His unique intuitive approach to coaching focuses on using the practical power of intuition to help these entrepreneurs overcome any obstacles that keep them from growing their business and making a big impact on the world. Michael's book describes the exact inner shifts and practical steps that he teaches entrepreneurs all over the world to help them create thriving, monetized businesses. Michael, what a wonderful occupation you have chosen. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be with you. Tell me how you got started as an intuitive and what made you decide to turn it into your life work? Yeah, well, I had, I'd been intuitive all my life. I actually told my preschool teacher when I was five years old that I was psychic. Um, I have no idea how I learned that word or that term or, or anything. And I thought, well, this is a really nice, um, you know, gift. And I had a lot of experiences throughout my life. It, it did not cross my mind to do anything other uh, then use it to improve my own life. I thought, well, this will be helpful in my career um, as an attorney. <laughs> that was kind of my plan to uh, to go to college and then to go to law school. When I was 19, I lost someone really close to me. And that experience kind of led me to use my intuition and really feel like because I had uh, these gifts, talents, and abilities that I had to kind of bring them uh, to the world and to uh, to a bigger scale. And I know that many people listening to this call are have have... Uh, a similar calling, or they've started to feel a calling in their life to use whatever their skills, their God-given gifts are uh, to help more people as well. So that's really um, how I got got started. Um, and I just kind of put myself out there, started getting uh, started getting clients, and uh, here here we are. Now you were originally kind of doing your run of the mill, if you 
<laughs> can call it that, psychic readings. Yeah. Um, but how did you decide to actually concentrate on coaching business people and entrepreneurs? One thing that I realized after reading for thousands and thousands of people was that while a reading is a, is a great experience, it's a fantastic experience, and, and it's a wonderful uh, tool to use at certain points in your journey to personal growth and development, to business growth and uh, development. But what I, what I started to realize was that more than people just needed somebody that they could call up every now and again, they really needed their own system. They needed to learn how to connect to their own intuition to be able to improve their lives. And so I thought, well, I'll take all of my best thinking that I have from years and years and years of doing these readings, reading for people uh, all over, talking about intuition, thinking about intuition, and everything that I did to take my abilities from a gift into a honed skill, and I'll put it in uh, a course. And so what I did was I developed uh, an intuitive development system called Mastering Your Psychic Abilities in Six Weeks. Because what I realized was that people needed to learn how to connect to this information themselves. I don't believe that um, I'm doing anything unique or special or anything that everybody else on this planet uh, can't do or can't access. And so I initially started by just teaching people how to listen to their own intuitive voice, how to connect with it. I knew how much it had improved my life and changed my life. And so I really wanted to share that with others. What I realized when I started doing that is I'm training all these people to be more intuitive. And what I started coming across three, four years ago now were a whole bunch of people who had amazing healing abilities, intuitive ability, coaching abilities, some people who had amazing, you know, organizational abilities. But I started coming across all these people who were so talented, who had such big hearts and who really wanted to make uh, a big difference in the world. And they started asking me, you know, what did I do to build my business? How did I get clients? How did I consistently, you know, fill my programs and uh, make sure that there were people in seats at my events and all of these things? And uh, I, I, I believe that there are more conscious people than ever right now all around uh, the globe. And many of those people started feeling called to start uh, businesses. So in the beginning, I just kind of helped them for free. I didn't think much about it. And one day, uh, one of my mentors said to me, you know, Michael, you're actually the, the healer to the other healers. And from there, I thought, wow, that's, that's really, uh, it, it clicked a lot into place for me. And from there, I really shifted my business into supporting all of the other uh, coaches and entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, and really people who just want to make a big positive impact on the planet while making great money. I, I really shifted my focus to serving them. Well, I think that that's a wonderful way actually of leveraging your, your own work, uh, by helping other people of good heart to, to be successful in what they do. So what's the most common mistake that spiritual entrepreneurs make that kind of keeps them stuck and struggling in their businesses? Yeah. And uh, I would say, you know, there's, there's as, de- as, as conscious people, as spiritual people, there's a, there's a few things that, uh, that we do that, that make it really, really difficult, I think, for, for us to succeed. But I would say that the top mistake that I see conscious entrepreneurs and spiritual entrepreneurs uh, making is they go broad instead of going deep. And so let me explain what I mean by this. Instead of having a group of focused customers that they choose to market to, that they choose to go after, 
they try to sort of be all things to all people. And what happens when you do that is your marketing becomes really fuzzy. So what I see is that there are all of these spiritual entrepreneurs with amazing gifts, but because they're going so broad and they're often, you know, pricing their programs, you know, way, way too low, uh, there's no, people can't really understand what the benefit is of working with them. And when you try to serve everyone, because many people have gifts that can help everyone, right? Like, you know, I can do, uh, use my intuition to coach everyone. I choose to focus on business owners. But when you go broad and you try to be all things for all people, the consequence of that is that you're left with very vague and fuzzy language. And so your customers can't really connect to the benefit, the transformation or the result of working with you. And people actually aren't buying healing. They're not buying coaching. They're not buying Reiki. They're not buying an intuitive reading. They're buying the benefit of those things. They're buying the result of those things, what the reading is going to get them, the result that the coaching can produce, the benefit that the Reiki healing is going to provide. So what I encourage people to do is in the beginning to really know exactly who you're serving. I serve entrepreneurs. You know, you might choose to serve people with chronic pain. You might choose to serve single moms. You might choose to uh, serve people who are married and really focus on what are the top, you know, three very concrete specific benefits that you can uh, produce for them because then you're in a very different conversation. If you say to somebody, what would you pay for healing work or what would you pay for coaching? You'll get answers from, you know, a dollar to a thousand dollars. You get answers all over the board based on people's experience. If you say to somebody, what would you pay to get X, Y, or Z transformation? They'll almost always say priceless. So what's a better position to be in? So I would say, instead of trying to appeal to everyone, really go into your heart and intuitively connect with who did I come to this planet to serve? And what's really my unique message for those people? So my, you know, people, my tribe are entrepreneurs, conscious business owners, conscious leaders, etc. And my message to them is, you know, make more money, help more people and live your vision. That's really my core message. And it tells you, right, what are the benefits of working with me? You're going to make more money, you're going to help more people, and you're going to more fully live your vision. So you really need to know who you're serving and what are those top three results that you offer. And if you're trying to serve the world, if you're trying to serve everyone, which often just comes from our own woundedness, then it makes it impossible for your customers to really understand the value of working with you. Well, so far I've put uh, down notes and checked off every single one of them. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a lot of spiritual people have issues when it comes to making money. How do you get them past that? The thing is, this is probably the biggest inner challenge, right? If we look at going broad instead of going deep as being the biggest marketing challenge, then I would say this by far is the biggest spiritual or inner challenge. And in fact, I wrote a whole book about what you can do uh, about this because so many people, myself included, we want to help people, right? We don't want people to think we're greedy. We're not, we don't want people to think we're snake oil salesmen. I had so many negative patterns running in my head from childhood, right? Money is bad. Money is evil. Rich people are out to, uh, you know, take advantage of, of everybody else. I had all of these patterns. You have to work for a million years to get ahead. Life's hard, right? All of these different unconscious beliefs that we have about money. But as I look at it, right, if when, when you are well compensated and well paid for your work, it's not like you're able to help less people. You're able to help more. Part of the story that we haven't talked about is, 
you know, a few years ago, I found myself completely broke living in my mom's uh, basement, working a telemarketing job for $8 uh, an hour. And in two and a half years, I went, or I went from that to, you know, running a multiple six figure business, having an Amazon bestselling book. And some of that's because I learned how to market and sell. But most of that is because I really went deep and looked at my issues with money. And I can tell you, in which position was I helping more people living in my mom's basement, being depressed, feeling like I was wasting my potential or making a lot of money because that gives you the potential to actually get your message out. And the other thing is I really view the money not so much as about me, but it's the investment that a client makes in themselves. It's the way that they say yes to their yes. When people invest $20, $30, and, and it's not bad to charge $20 or $30 for some things, but I see the most profound transformation when people really step up and make a little bit of a bigger investment because that's your client's commitment to changing their life. If somebody comes to you and says, I want to change my life, that's a pretty big thing for them to trust you with. And if you say, oh, it's $25, it's $100, how invested are they going to be in that transformation? So we really look at what are your unconscious beliefs around money and how can we shift you into full wealth, whatever that is for you. It may be six figures. It may be seven figures. It may be eight figures. It may be an extra couple thousand dollars a month. I mean, wealth is very different for all of us and you really have to figure out what it is for you. And I, I think the most important thing is to really see that when you are making great money, you are reaching more people. And that's all the money represents. It's a measure of how many people you are truly serving in the world. And how well you're serving them. Absolutely. You know, I have a mentor who says just because we're uh, Derek Rydell, who says just because we're light workers doesn't mean we have to struggle to pay the light bill. And I, I, I firmly believe that. Well, uh, I think that there is such a great amount of work to do in this area because I think that these issues are universal among the spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, where where can people find out more about this? Uh, we're we're going to go to break shortly, but I want them to hear your website. Absolutely. If you go to, uh, it's my name, so www.michaelmapes, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-M-A-P-E-S dot O-R-G, and you can actually get um, a free chapter from my book, which begins to help people with exactly what uh, what we're talking about here, Miriam, which is how do you clear out some of these blocks around money and success so that you can more fully live your purpose? Well, we will be right back with this fascinating discussion with Michael Mapes right after these messages. Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Radio Namaste leads you down the yellow brick road into portals of consciousness with the blue collar goddess as your host. Interviews with humans who could be famous or just popular and answers to everything are on the agenda. Tune into Om Times Radio and drop in on Thursdays at 3 Eastern. It's a different brand of enlightenment. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. OM Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single OM Times endeavor. 
Host your show with Om Times Radio Network. Have you ever wondered how to change your love paradigm? The secret key is finding a love partnership, not just a regular connection. How do you find these? Through conscious relationships. Ascending Hearts Dating is a dating site for people like you that believes in second chances and a different type of spiritual connection. Try Ascending Hearts for free today at AscendingHearts.com and change your love paradigm. Ascending Hearts, the premier dating community for the spiritually awake. Welcome to the gathering around my kitchen table on Equilarium FM, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join my guests as we integrate spirituality into everyday reality with vibrant conversations, inspired interviews, and my latest channeled guidance to inspire and brighten your day. I'm Claire Johnson, and together we'll be raising vibrations across the nations. Free your mind. Expand your soul. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. I'm Miriam Knight speaking with Michael Mapes, the author of The Conscious Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating Wealth. Now, Michael, tell us, are there any easy ways for people to actually connect with their intuition? Yeah, and, and I love that. I love that question because I'm all about action and, and strategy and, and really, you know, knowing how to market your business. But what I see right now is I see so many people just on the hamster wheel. They're doing more and more and more and more, and they're getting diminishing returns in their business. And while, you know, the internet is a great tool to grow your business, it's also exacerbated the problem because there's a sense of you have to be doing everything all the time. You have to be constantly cranking out content and you have to constantly be doing all of these things that I literally see so many conscious entrepreneurs just getting drained. They're moving either toward burnout and opt out or opt out. So it's really about that conscious action. And the only way to take conscious action is to really listen to your own inner guidance. Now, you may very well be doing some of those things, writing blogs, using webinars, producing a podcast, doing live events, networking, referrals, whatever, but you're doing it from a completely different place. One of the things that I really encourage all of my clients to do that's a very easy technique that everybody listening to this call can do is give yourself five minutes in the morning and pull out a journal you can also talk this into a recorder if you're not a journaler or whatever, and just ask yourself, what is it that I most need to know today to move me toward my vision? Now, you can make it very specific, right? If you're working on, on some particular thing in your life or in your business, what is it I need to know today to get my next client? Or what is it I need to know today to you know feel empowered? Or what is it I need to know, know today to get the job that's right for me? And really listen to that guidance. Now, here's the thing, though. What you really want to challenge your intuition because intuition is a living, breathing conversation that you're having with your soul and with the universe. And so you really don't, you really also want to make sure that you're actually getting that intuitive action step. Like sometimes people will get something that's like, be a force of love in the world. Well, that's great. But the thing is, what you want to then say is, well, how might I do that? So that you're always grounding the intuition in the practical action step that you can take because your intuition is not vague. Your intuition is not fuzzy. Your, you know, your direct line to, to spirit 
it's not, it's, it's very concrete. And so you always, if you're getting a lot of stuff that seems a little vague and fuzzy, that's okay. That's the start. But then you want to say, okay, how might I do that? Right. How might I be an expression of love? Well, you might go to a networking meeting, right. And really share your gifts and what you can do uh, with, with the world. Or you might reach out to past clients and see if there's any services that they're needing in their life. So it's that two-step process of what's the, the, you know, what is it I need to know? And then how can I really bring that into the world? Because there are so many people right now who they use spirituality in the same way that people use a glass of Chardonnay at the end of the day. They rush toward it to make themselves feel better. They're using it as a shot in the arm of inspiration. But when you really take the inspiration and you ground it in the practical conscious action, you go from inspiration to transformation, right? This is not about using your intuition to avoid taking the action. This is about using your intuition so that you're really taking aligned, conscious, and congruent action, high value action that's going to move you toward your vision each day. So this sounds like it's very much working on yourself, working uh, to align yourself with your um, deep inner uh, goals, deep inner um, passion, I guess. So how do you apply that to actually growing your business? Great question. And I think that when you start to do this, like I said, you may be taking a lot of the action steps, but you're taking them for the right reason. Because part of what happens, and I was certainly guilty of this, uh, it, you know, in my, my intuitive readings business was we tend to look around at the world and go, well, what is everybody else doing? I'll do that, right? Oh, what is every other Reiki healer doing? I'll do that. But if you're setting your prices or you're marketing off what some other healer or some other coach is doing that's profoundly flawed. It's profoundly flawed for two reasons. Number one, because 90% of people in our industry are not, uh, you know, are, are, are never going to cross a six figure mark in their business, right? So if you just look around, you're copying people, 90% of the people you're copying are not successful. And even if you're copying successful people, you don't know the reasons why and the timing behind why they're, they're doing the thing. So what happens is we have people who are really becoming carbon copies versus people who are truly expressing their unique brilliance, their unique authenticity, uh, in, in the world. So, And then what happens is people go, well, I need to be doing Facebook and webinars and this and that because all these other people are doing it. It's not coming from that totally congruent place. So if you don't do this work, then you have no real filter to discern what you should be marketing, what's really true for you, because it's it's not like you're a bad person, but you're just really looking at what other people are doing versus saying, what is really true for me? Then what we can do is we can really look at, well, what are those right strategies for you? Because we all have different gifts. We all have different ways to market ourselves that are going to be right for us. So for me, you know, I'm not a huge social media person. I'm not running around on Facebook or spending hours on it every day. That's not me. But I grow my business hugely through speaking, live events, and then also virtual speaking in the form of webinars. And that's been the number one tool that I've used in my business uh, to, to get clients and 
and to make money. And so for me, speaking is really authentic and it's really who I am. So I focus a lot of energy there. For other people, getting up on stage is not going to be authentic for them at all. They don't want to be on all the time. They don't want the stress of it. It's just not how they are. So we really have to look at what are your spiritual gifts? Who are you at the soul level? And then what are the marketing strategies that are going to work for you? Is it small, intimate networking groups? Is it, you know, podcasting? Is it writing a book? Is it so really uh, the way that you apply this to your business is then really creating a marketing plan that's truly aligned. But I see everybody trying to do everything. And so literally people are getting exhausted. And this is when you feel like success is coming tomorrow. Anytime you feel like success is coming tomorrow, there's like, that's, that's a very insidious way that the ego keeps you stuck. Instead, what you, what you really want to shift into is how can I become a living, breathing expression of my message of wealth, of success, of prosperity, of abundance, today. And when you really do that, when you align that consciousness with action that flows from that consciousness, you very quickly start to make money and you very quickly start to bring in the clients that are really ideal for you to serve. So I think it's really identifying your gifts and then creating a plan that truly flows from their gifts. Most people create marketing plans based on what they see other people doing or what they think they should or need to be doing. And so they actually choose strategies that are completely out of whack with who they are as, as people and what their unique brilliance and talents and geniuses are. Michael, I don't know whether I want to adopt you or want you to adopt me. (laughs) Well, thank you. I would take that as the ultimate compliment. That's beautiful. (laughs) Why have you focused on healers and intuitives and why do you think that they're so important to the future of our planet? This is where I really have to get a little bit direct with all of my my conscious Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs right now, because here's what I know to be true. When I was struggling, when I knew I could reach more people and when I wasn't, you know, it wasn't just that I couldn't pay my bills. It wasn't just that I was afraid to answer my phone because creditors were calling. It wasn't just because I ended up on my friend's couch. You know, those were all bad. But the worst part about it was that I knew I had gifts that could transform people's lives And I wasn't seeing that happen around me. I wasn't using my potential. And for some of the people listening, I know you know that feeling and it's absolutely suffocating. And here's the thing. If you don't find a way to market your business in a way that feels good, in a way that's authentic to you, then all of those people who need you won't get that help. The world is literally crying out for your services right now. And there are so many healers not rising to the challenge because they're afraid of rejection They're afraid that somebody's going to think they're pushy. They're afraid that they're going to make somebody mad. And so the focus is on them. You got to take the focus off you and go, well, if I could help a hundred people, would it be worth me getting over my fear of marketing? If I could help a thousand people, would it be worth me spending the money to get the support that I need? If I could help 10,000 people, would it be worth me, uh, you know, getting out there every single day, day after day and taking the action that's congruent to my vision? Because otherwise we're out of alignment. What we say is we want to help people, but the action don't match it. And I truly believe, and, and my deeply personal reason for doing this is I believe that if this generation of spiritual entrepreneurs doesn't figure out how to make money, how to reach more people, then the next generation of spiritual entrepreneurs, the people younger than us, simply won't choose this as a viable path. And where will our planet be then? So I am absolutely committed to making it easier for the next generation of spiritual entrepreneurs. Wow. Well, I understand you have a special gift for our listeners. What, what is that about? I do. You know, we've covered so, so much. And of course, there's only so much, uh, both of us can give in 30 minutes. And I, I, wow, what an amazing aligned conversation. Um, but if anybody wants to go a little bit deeper, I have 
uh, created a training for healers, some of my top success strategies. This is over an hour long webinar, completely free. You just type in your name and uh, email. And then there's a little added bonus if you do that. I'm not going to tell you. You have to check it out. Um, but you'll get an hour-long training from me, some of my top success strategies um, for healers. You just go to thevisionarypath.org slash healers. So thevisionarypath.org slash healers. And you'll be able to get uh, an hour-long in-depth pure content training for me. No pitch, no gimmick, no anything. And then there's a special bonus as well on that page. But uh, you got to check it out in order to get that bonus. And remind us of your website again. Absolutely. MichaelMapes.org. So just my name. So MichaelMapes.org. Well, this time has gone way, way too fast. And um, I, I want to thank you for all the fabulous advice that you've been giving uh, our listeners and, and me personally. I don't think I've ever taken notes during an interview before. Thank you for doing what you do. It is huge. It is uh, needed and it is definitely noticed. Thank you, Michael. We've been speaking with Michael Mapes, the author of The Conscious Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating Wealth. His website is michaelmapes.org. Thank you, Michael. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. I'm Miriam Knight, and I invite you to visit New Consciousness Review on NC Review. And then the news should be up here in about 30 seconds.